Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 155, which we are recording on Wednesday, December 6th, 2017. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we're recording out in the field again today at this beautiful Santa Cruz Yacht Harbor. It is a gorgeous day out today in Santa Cruz. Crystal clear. The water is sparkling and gorgeous. And usually this time of year we do an evening recording at the Yacht Harbor because all of the boats are lit up with Christmas lights for this holiday season. But this year we cannot arrange an evening recording. So we're here for an afternoon recording. I'll have to do a drive-by to see the lights. (laughs) To see the lights, yeah. Yeah. So, what are you wearing today? I am wearing my recently finished second boxy sweater. This is a pattern by Hohilo Catelli that has been very, very popular on Ravelry. I believe it is one of her most made patterns on Ravelry, or most one of her patterns with the most projects. Yeah. There we go. And the one that I made, I made with a fing- fingering weight yarn, but I followed the worsted weight pattern. Very confusing, but there you have it. <laughs> I used numbers from the other weight to achieve a specific size. So I've talked about that before, so I'm not going to talk about it a lot more right now. Suffice to say, I really love this sweater. It has become my uniform of sorts since I finished <laughs> it. I've been wearing it so frequently. And today it's almost too warm to wear it, but I'm still wearing it anyway because in an hour it's going to cool down. Yeah, it's true. It's true. In an hour you'll be glad you have it on. Yes. So how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? Today I am wearing my focus dress, which is a pattern by Meiju KP, which I knit in June of 2015. And it is a fingering weight project that is, I think it was top down. Now I can't remember, but it has cute little pockets Hmm. And I love the fact that the pockets are poochy, but we just had lunch with our knitting friends, Carol and Anne. And as I explained to Anne, the only misfortunate thing about the pockets is that they're kind of placed a little below your hips. So it kind of adds to the whole shape of your body. Let's Mm. just say it kind of exaggerates the roundness of one's hips. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the most flattering of placements, but it's just a super cute little tank dress that I love wearing when it it starts to get chilly. It's not meant to be flattering. It's just meant to be cute. And it works perfectly with leggings and a long sleeve shirt underneath it. So that's what I'm wearing. My focus dress by Meiju KP. Okay. What have you been stocking? First thing I'm stocking is a fun little pattern that's a cross between a pillow and a stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> it is called oh, how cute. Family Purr. And it is a pattern by Claire Slade. And it is a basic cat shape with ears, I should say. It's kind of a a rectangle, big rectangle, but it stands up. So there's got to be a base on there. Kind of reminds me of Torturo. Yes. Yeah, that kind of shape. That kind of shape. And then cat ears. And then it has an embroidered face. Really basic. The cat doesn't have any defined body parts or paws, just a body, a tail, ears, and the embroidered <gasps> face. I'm interrupting because now we have two sea lions oh. right out in front oh, of us. Wow. There's been one roaming around since we arrived, and now there are two, and they're just floating at the surface. 
gazing at us occasionally. One just dove under the water. So we're going to share our wildlife sightings with you as they occur in yeah, real time. Yeah, that one actually oh, almost now the looked like one a down. seal instead of a sea lion. We didn't see. Do we have them both? I think sometimes we get seals. Huh. I'd have to look. So sorry I interrupted you. Yes. <laughs> they were here. It had to I be will done. Try, I will look up a link to those animals because we don't have great pictures ourselves. Yeah, it's but hard to get we'll a good put, picture yeah, of them. We'll put up a link to that so you can... You can share in the fun animal sightings. <laughs> and we won't bother with the birds because they're just kind of boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Family Purr comes in three sizes. It's knit in bulky weight yarn. And to me, the different sizes mean that I could actually choose any yarn weight that I wanted. Oh, yeah. And then pick the numbers that will yield me a pillow or a cat in the size that I want. I shouldn't really say a pillow. I think they're pretty tiny. It's hard to tell from the photographs. Let's see, the small cat is six inches tall and the large cat is 11 inches tall. So the small one, a little steppy, the large one kind of a pillow, <laughs> but they're very cute. And that's Family Purr by Claire Slade. The second thing I am stocking is a pattern that is in Helen Stewart's Knitvent 2017 collection. It is the Tchaikovsky hat. And this one just came out, I think, in last week's installment. And the hat itself is just a textured stitch. You've got ribbing and then a textured stitch all around. Her sample, she's got samples knit in solids, and then she has a really pretty sample that's knit in a color-changing yarn that goes from a pale pink to a pale gray and then an off-white. And I'm quite attracted to the coloring it's of very that pretty. sample, too. Yeah. So I really like it. It's a fairly basic hat, but it goes along with her whole knit vent theme this year of the ballet and the Nutcracker Ballet specifically. So it's kind of a fun, fun hat. And she has the, one of those popular right now faux fur pom-poms on top too, which is very cute. Now the other theme with her knit vent patterns is that they are supposed to be fairly easy, quick knit so that they can be knit as gifts. And yes. that hat is a perfect example of that yes, idea. Yes, exactly. And this one is knit in DK weight. And the pattern comes in four sizes. So just like the family purr, whenever I see something come in multiple sizes, I automatically think, oh, that means I could use a different gauge yarn also to get a different size. You know, use That's the numbers. very true, yeah. So fun makes it, to me, that makes it very flexible. So that's the Tchaikovsky hat by Helen Stewart. And then the last thing I have been stocking is an interesting little cowl called Flying Solo by Espace Trico. And this one is interesting to me because it looks like it looks like a cowl, but it's really a cross between a cowl and a dickey. Do you remember yes. dickies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So if you don't remember what a dickey is, Elizabeth Zimmerman had patterns for them, and I remember making them for my grandmother years and years ago. It's kind of a faux turtleneck. Good way to describe but it's it. it's yeah. basically a cowl. Yeah. It's worn around the neck, 
you pull it over the top of your head and for example if you wore the dicky underneath a button down shirt you would look like you had on a turtleneck underneath the shirt yep. so it's definitely something to keep your neck warm but it doesn't add a layer of warmth to the rest of your body which really, to me, for today, makes it a cowl. A cowl. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was meant to wear underneath a jacket to keep that part of your chest yeah, and like neck a scarf. warm. Yeah, yeah, that isn't covered exactly. by the jacket. Exactly. So Elizabeth Zimmerman's dickies had a front that extended down a little bit so that if you wore them under a button-down shirt or a coat, you didn't have to button all the way up to the top of the turtleneck, for example. Elizabeth Zimmerman's pattern was called Tricky Dicky, and that was in her Knitting Around book. And the modernized flying solo pattern also has fabric that hangs down below the neck, which I quite liked. The thing that's interesting about this is there's a split on the side, so you have a definite front that extends down and a definite back that extends extends down so I kind of like that this one is not as tight tightly fitting around the neck as a dickie it's more of a loose cowl doesn't doesn't exactly hang down but it's got it looks like the top of the cowl you can you can either fold over or wear all the way up this one they've done in one two three four five colors one color kind of blending into the next one I think they did it with double strands yeah they double stranded a fingering weight yarn and changed colors that way so kind of cool so you could do it double stranded fingering or use something a little bit thicker but that is flying solo by Espace Trico what are you stocking? Well, before I start talking about what I'm stocking, you mentioned Elizabeth Zimmerman. And every once in a while, I remember that sometimes people listening to the podcast are fairly new to knitting. And if you don't know who Elizabeth Zimmerman is, I highly recommend you look her up. She is a knitting legend slash celebrity who has written the most amazing books and wrote them in such a way that they are engaging and classic. So if you haven't heard of Elizabeth Zimmerman, check her out. Now, what am I stocking? So this is the episode all about the self-indulgent knit-along. Mm -hmm. So my stocking has all been <laughs> oh, related to the self-indulgent <laughs> knit-along. So if you are new to the podcast, every year we do the self-indulgent knit-along, which usually starts January 1st and goes through sometime in March. We don't have an actual end date yet, but we will. The idea is to knit anything for yourself that is indulgent because a lot of us often are doing gift related activities with our craft up until Christmas. It's a really nice way to say, okay, I'm done with doing all the things for everybody else and now it's my turn. So it could be knitting, it could be crochet, it could be spinning. The craft isn't important. What is important is that it's something that you're doing for yourself. That does not mean it has to be a project for yourself. A lot of us get pleasure knitting things for other people. So as long as you're taking pleasure in it, 
and it's indulgent in some way. Maybe it's because you're using a special yarn. Maybe it's because you're using something you received as a gift. Maybe it's because you're using a pattern you've been waiting to knit and looking forward to as long as you're indulging. Yeah. That's the idea. You're making a gift for somebody that you really wanted to make a gift for, for a very long time. And that could be indulgent as well. Right. So basically like most of our knit alongs, there are really no rules except (laughs) for don't start until the start date, finish before the end date and be in the spirit of the knit along. So So true. The new part of this knit along, I think we've been doing this since 2013 i think the new element is that we are going to start the self-indulgent knit along this year on christmas day so you can still wait for january 1st if you choose charlene is very traditional that way she likes to start a new project on the first day of the year but some people have asked to start on christmas day and We decided to go ahead and do that because I'm taking the week between Christmas and New Year's off and I too would like to start my self-indulgent knitting a wee bit earlier. So new start date, Christmas day of this very month. So in just a couple weeks and my stocking is all about what I may want to knit during the self-indulgent knit along. Now, a couple episodes ago, I put the idea out there of doing a comfort fade cardigan knit along during the self-indulgent knit along. And a lot of you were interested in doing that. So that is the top of my list. I really want to knit the comfort fade cardi by Andrea Mowry. Talked about it on a couple episodes. So I'm just going to talk about it super briefly right now. It is a top down sweater that has a large shawl collar type collar. It does not close, although many people have knit it so that it will close, like Carol, who is CDN Carol. She just did a beautiful one that I'm in love with. And the pattern is written for DK yarn. However, like Charlene just knit her boxy using fingering weight, but knit it to the worsted weight pattern instructions, I'm going to modify the pattern so that I can knit in fingering weight yarn. I have not done the math for that yet, but I will do the math and share it with anybody who's interested because there was at least one person who emailed me and asked me what I was going to do. Of course, it will vary based on your gauge and your physical size. So what I do might not be exactly what other people can do, but I will let you know what I do to adapt the Comfort Fade Cardi from DK to fingering weight. And I've already swatched, so I know my colors are going to work. I'm going to re-swatch to make sure I get a fabric that I like and then do all the math to make sure I'm knitting the right size, etc. But I'm super excited about that because I've wanted to knit it for a really long time. I'm in love with all of the yarns that I'm going to use in this and Mm -hmm. I'm just really looking forward to it. So it satisfies all the self-indulgent criteria. I've wanted to knit it a long time. All the yarns are great. All those boxes have been checked. So I'm super excited. And I think... Robbie has already started a chatter thread in the group. I think she did. Right. So we'll, I will start posting in that soon about my swatching and stuff for the Comfort Fade Cardigan. The second item I really want to knit is the Bjorko Shawl by Anna Freeberg, who is Yarnesty on Instagram and Ravelry. She was formerly Alpaca Anna. And this shawl, I've been admiring it for a long time because 
I've been looking for a shawl to use specifically with some treasured yarn I have, which is hand spun yarn that was given to me as a gift from Robbie, who is mm -hmm. our moderator photo knit gal. And I've been waiting for the perfect shawl. And I saw this shawl some time ago and thought that could really be the one. But you know how you have that treasured yarn and you just keep thinking, yes. I can't cast on because <laughs> something better, I might find something better. Yes, I have several quantities of yarn like that. Exactly. So that's what I've been doing with this particular treasured yarn. So I, during the Indie Gift Along sale, that was one of the items that was on sale. And I thought, okay, this is fate. So I purchased the pattern. Now I have the pattern. I have my treasured yarn and it's an asymmetrical triangular shawl that has a beautiful lace flower motif in the shawl. So it's kind of all the things I love about shawls and with the yarn that I've been wanting to use since, was it April or March that we had the knockers retreat when Robbie gave it to me. So again, satisfies all the self-indulgent knitting criteria. Yarn from a friend that I've been treasuring, a shawl that I know I'll love, Anna has always been a great supporter of the podcast, so all the things are great for this one. So another self-indulgent project. And the third one I really want to knit, and we'll see if I actually finally do it because I've really wanted to knit it for a long time, is the Cleo Pullover Sweater by Elizabeth Doherty. Elizabeth is also a good friend. This is a sweater I've wanted to knit for a long time. I've even swatched for it, and I love the yarn. It is the Phoebe yarn by Quince and Company, and it's in a beautiful blue. And the Clio, we've talked about it on the podcast several times, but a little refresher. It's a pullover with a lot of cable goodness in it, and it's oversized positive ease, and she has it in three lengths. She calls it cropped, but it's not cropped like the 80s crop top cropped. It's no. cropped, you know, like high hip. Yes. <laughs> and then two different sizes, you know, getting progressively longer. And I was fortunate enough to try on several of them. And we all, we all being Charlene, Elizabeth and I decided that the shorter one looks best on me. So I will be casting on for the shorter of the three sizes. And that's just, again, something else I've wanted to knit for a really long time. So the reason I've been putting off knitting that one is because it's going to require thinking. Yes. So <laughs> Elizabeth's patterns have a lot of shaping in them a lot of attention to detail especially in the beginning and this one also has a lot of different cable work in it so it will require paying attention and when I'm in the right frame of mind I love doing things like that so I just have to get myself in that right frame of mind and then I'll be cruising on and I can't wait yes. to wear it too I just have this vision of wearing it with a white button-down shirt underneath it oh, nice. that's like tunic length with leggings. So <laughs> leggings with the white longer tunic length shirt and that box, it's not boxy, but you know, that, that cropped ish yeah. cable shirt, yeah. cabled sweater over the top. I can picture yeah. it in my mind. So I can't wait to knit that one. I'm really looking forward to it. So, so Cleo is one that I have wanted to knit and I have yarn for it as well. And if I had done my stocking, thinking about the knit along, I yeah. probably would have 
listed that one as well. So this could be really interesting. We could have a lot of us who are knitting the Comfort Fade cardigan, mm -hmm. and then Charlene and I may also end up knitting the Clio around about the same time. So if anyone else is interested in knitting the Clio, let us know. You never know. There might be two knit-alongs inside a knit-along. How cool <laughs> would that be? So those are the three that I'm stocking. The Comfort Fade Cardi by Andrea Mowry, the the Bjorko Shawl by Anna Freeberg, and Clio by Elizabeth Doherty. Yay. What are you knitting lately? Still working on the same things that I mentioned last episode. The Volkig Cowl by Martina Beam, which is a interesting pattern, free pattern, on the Knitty.com website, which incorporates what looks like ruching into the cowl. It's a really fun knit because it's the same row around and around over and over and it creates a fabric on the bias because of a knit three together and then two knit front and back so two increases and the way that these stitches are placed kind of biases the fabric of the cowl it's very interesting and very fun the beloved berlin cowl which is a double wrap cowl so this one is big it's a lot of yardage that one is by Isabel Kramer, and I am using three colors, three different skeins of yarn on that one. The first skein, I use almost the full skein, and then the second and third skein, only half, only half skeins. But it's a lot of yardage for a cowl, because mm -hmm, it's, it is. there's basically two sides to the cowl, and inside and an outside, but it's reversible. So a lot of knitting, a lot of yardage, but very fun. It's kind of like, like knitting a big shawl, but it's a cowl. It is. Yeah. It is. There's Almost enough, a sweater's quantity of yes, yarn, right? Yes, exactly. There is enough yardage in there for a large, larger shawl. And then I'm knitting a striped pullover for Elizabeth Doherty, which is an up-and-coming pattern that she will be releasing hopefully later on this month. And so that one has been taking up a lot of my attention which is why I'm still working on the two cows but everything's getting mixed in there a little bit so hopefully I'll finish something by next episode <laughs> you will I have faith it's that time of year too though yes busy, and busy. usually I knit a lot of small projects this time of year and I haven't seemed to gravitate towards this year as much I'm just continuing to work on my same projects which is interesting but you did finish quite a few cowls i did finish over the last five yes. or six weeks yes. so that's very true yeah. that's very true so how about you what are you knitting well right now in my hand i have a sock head hat with a skein for which i am using a skein of knit picks felici self-striping yarn and it's a perfect pattern for one skein of felici and the one thing i have to say about the sock head hat I really, 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 really don't like knitting the ribbing for those hats. I don't like knitting ribbing in general anyways. And mm. the ribbing alone took me months because oh. I left this in the car and I would occasionally pull it out and knit a few rounds of the ribbing and then put it back. And I knit the ribbing on really, really small, a really, really small circular needle. Hmm. And then when I got to the stockinette portion, I went to a US-3 and now it's just flying off the needles. I wonder, is it because you just don't like knitting ribbing or is it because you don't like, is it two by two? Two by two. 
Maybe you could change it to something that you'd like better, like three by one or something. Or like a rolled stockinette brim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me much happier. <laughs> Seriously, though, if I factor in how long it took me to do the ribbing versus how long it took me to when I'm done with the body of the hat, because I'm over halfway done with the little ball of yarn now, it's going to be ridiculous. It took, literally took me months to get through the ribbing and it'll be like five days to get through the rest of the hat. It's really silly. So that's the Sockhead hat free pattern on Ravelry by Kelly McClure, I believe. I think so. I think so. Yes. Charlene and I have both knit several. Chances are most of you listening have knit at least one. Really enjoy the pattern because it's completely mindless and it's so cute in self-striping yarn. It's just it really a great is. pattern yeah. for self-striping yarn. Yeah. So that's the first thing I'm knitting. The second thing I'm knitting is the same test knit for Elizabeth that Charlene is working on. So she and I have been working on that at the same time, which is fun. We've been able to compare notes and I was having issues with part of it in my test knit that she was able, I was able to look at hers and decide that I wanted to redo mine. And it's just fun to be knitting the same thing at the same time. And both of us cannot wait to be wearing that sweater. It is so, <laughs> so, so, so cute. Wait until you see it, you guys. I'm anticipating a lot of you will knit it for the self-indulgent knit-along. It's totally a Yarniax-like sweater, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. Elizabeth hit this one out of the park. I've also cast on a new shawl. I cast on the Birds of a Feather shawl by Andrea Mowry, which I stocked quite some time ago. It is another big shawl, and I know I keep saying I don't know about big shawls, but I keep seeming to knit them. This one is different because it is, it's a similar shape to Andrea Mowry's Find Your Fade, but it's two colors instead of a fade, and it alternates between a fingering weight and a lace weight, and there is garter, and then there is a lace section, not that you're knitting in the lace weight yarn, but that's actual lace that you're knitting in the fingering weight yarn. And I picked out two beautiful colors. I have one called Masurian Lake, which is by Martin's Lab. This is a yarn dyer who is the husband of the designer, Justina Lorkowska. And he started dyeing yarn because he wanted to do something more closely related to what she did for her career. So it's a super cute story that she started designing. She's been really successful. He wanted to be closer, so he started dyeing, and his yarn is beautiful. It is a very, very beautiful blue with speckles. I bought the Merino Singles, I think, and it's really affordable. I was surprised that it wasn't exorbitant considering it's in British pounds and there was shipping involved, but I got it very quickly and it wasn't very expensive. So really enjoying knitting that. It's a, I would call it a light fingering and it's a single ply. And the other yarn I'm using is a Monos lace weight. The brand is called, or the line is called Marina. And it's almost a natural accru, but with speckles of dark gray and turquoise. And some of the specks are the same color of blue as the base color in the Missourian Lake. So they look really, really pretty together. So I've done two stripes in each color and they just look so pretty together. I showed them to Charlene the other day and I'm really happy with that, how that's working. So I look forward to knitting some more on that. And I think I might take it on my upcoming trip because I leave for London in a couple of days. I was able to finagle 
a half work, half play trip. So my job is paying for the travel and half of the hotel and I get to go to London for a week. So I'm really excited and Birds of a Feather is going to make really great travel knitting because it's very simple. And I'm gonna bring my test knit also, but social knitting, the test knit is, one, it's a sweater. So you're bringing a lot of yarn around with you. But two, I wanna pay closer attention to it. So the Birds of a Feather will be great because it's very small, just two balls of yarn, and it fits into a nice project bag that'll fit into my bag that I carry around. So looking forward to that. And I'm also gonna cast on the tulle shawl from Helen Stewart, which is one of her Knitvent 2017 patterns. I am going to use my tutu yarn that we talked about in the mm -hmm. last episode, and I did buy beads. I bought their clear silver-lined beads, so I think they'll be really pretty little accents. I'm In the body of the shawl, she does do beads at regular intervals, just one swoop of beads across. I'm only going to do them in the lace section, I think, at the end of the shawl. I just couldn't resist the additional bling. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say no. <laughs> so, tool shawl isn't on the needles yet, but it will be by the time I leave, and all the other projects are making me very happy at the moment. Yay. So that's what I'm knitting. And we wanted to say thank you to Plum Deluxe for being our yes. sponsor for this episode. Love trying new teas? Treat yourself to a Plum Deluxe tea subscription. For only $10 a month, you'll receive a hand-blended, all-organic, loose-leaf tea thoughtfully chosen for the season. Tea Club members also enjoy special benefits like gift swaps, free shipping on all purchases, and access to a supportive community. Caffeine-free, allergy-friendly options are available. A tea subscription also makes a fantastic gift. Plum Deluxe has a new selection of accessories from artisan scoops and spoons to pretty and practical tea infusers. Great for host and hostess gifts or for yourself. Visit PlumDeluxe.com and explore. So thank you very much, Andy, for sponsoring us for the months of November and December. Yay, That's fabulous. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I've been drinking the Garden Grove green tea regularly lately. Yay. It's so yummy. <laughs> so, so yummy. So I have not finished anything. Uh, have you? I have. I have finished all of my charity hats for 2017. <laughs> so I have finished 17 charity hats for the year. The last hats, I've finished three over the last week. I knit a hat for Josie last year in Ecological Wool by Cascade, which is, I think they call it an Aran or a bulky weight yarn, but it comes in this gigantic skein, 478 yards to a skein. And Josie wanted a hat. So there was a lot of yarn left over after I knit her hat. So I was looking through my stash the other day and thought, this will make really, really, really warm hats. So I pulled out the remainder of the skein and I knit two hats and I used, I didn't use a pattern basically. I just did a basic, super basic hat. And I made one hat that doesn't have a fold over brim because I wasn't quite sure how much yarn it was going to use. Then I had enough left over that I made another hat with a ginormous fold-over brim. So the first one you can't fold over. The second one you can fold over. And then I still had some left. So I cast on a third hat that I used the cascade for the brim and then like the first half inch. And then I striped that with remaining black hot pink and light pink yarn that I had left over in my stash from other hats. So it's a super cute version 
that just has the eco wool in the brim, but super, super warm. They're all super, super warm hats. I'm really pleased with how those turned out. And now I have all of my 17 hats. I have, Yay. I packaged up seven of them to go to Monica of Compassionate in San Francisco, who her charity supports homeless and foster teens and young kids in the Bay, California Bay Area. And the other 10 will go to homeless people right here in Santa Cruz. So, yay, I finished 17 hats. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. And that's all that we finished in the last little bit, huh? Yes. Yeah, we've does. been working on the test knit, which is, yeah. you know, sweaters take up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So, And this mm -hmm. one's fun, too. It's really fun to knit. So, All right. So, self-indulgent knit along. So, we already alluded to it and talked about it a little bit. And the very wide rules that there are, there really aren't any rules. <laughs> I don't like the word rules when it applies to knitting. It's and with our knit alongs, they're always so open and so accepting that it's fairly easy to find a way to make what you love work exactly <laughs> just at lunchtime today carol said i like knit alones and not knit alongs <laughs> and even if you like knit alones you can make those work with our knit alongs is the joy of it you don't have to chat in the group if you don't want to but if you do it's great and if you don't want to chat just post your finished object in the in the thread and there will be great prizes so I did one thing I did like our last episode where we looked at where are they now with our stocking mm -hmm. and I went back and looked at all the previous episode show notes. I did go back and look at previous show notes to see if I did anything comprehensive to talk about what I was planning to do oh, okay. for the self-indulgent knit along. Unfortunately, I wasn't that organized except for one year, December of 2014. I did put together a list and I am so happy to say that I knit all the things that I wanted to knit for that self-indulgent knit along. They were the Traveler Tunic by Hohi Locatelli, the Star Shower Cow by Hilary Smith Callis, and the Angry Sheep Cardigan. And I just wore my Angry Sheep Cardigan two days ago. Sorry too. Wow. I, I haven't worn it in a while, so yeah. I'm super happy to pull that out. And because London is so much colder than it is here in California, I pulled all of my super warm knits out of storage today. And the traveler tunic was on the top of the pile to be worn in London. Cool. So I'm still wearing those items. The star shower cow, I actually gave that as a gift to our friend in Paris. So hopefully she's wearing that around Paris right now. I hope, yeah. So that's what I did for... It would have been 2015, that Jan or that January, February, March. And then some of the other ones, 2013, I knit my Orania sweater by Ann Weaver, major color work and steak. 2014, I knit the Summer Festival cardigan by Georgie Hallam. And 2016, Lily Pilly was on my list, but I know I didn't start it until Mad May of that year. Hmm. So I did knit it that year, but I didn't knit it for the self-indulgent knit along. But of those, two of those are color work with steaks. Yeah. Oranya and Angry Sheep. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> January is your color work season. Perhaps. Apparently it is. Yeah. It's my ambitious season. So this year it'll be Cleo instead of a color work steaked sweater. Yeah, I do not remember what I have knit. And again, I didn't go I didn't even think of going back to look what I have knit for past knit alongs, but I'm not 
as enthusiastic about knit-alongs as Gail is, so <laughs> it's understandable. But I have wanted to knit the Clio, and it's always been in the back of my mind that maybe I'll start that in January. So that could be the one that I knit. We'll see. And no promises. <laughs> do you have any others that you've really wanted to knit that you think might be good contenders I for January? I had a, I have, as of now, I have not planned anything. The Clio has always been the one that's been in the back of my head. And I keep thinking like, oh, that's so far in the future. And now here it is almost mid-December and I need oh, to it's make only a decision. The <laughs> well, that's why I say almost <laughs> mid-December. And I'll need to make a decision fairly soon. So we'll see if I, yeah, that, that, that's always a good one because I've had the yarn and I've had the pattern and they're both ready to go. So. Okay. Now I'm going to put in a vote for Markley DK for oh, you to knit And I do too. want to knit that exactly. one as well. Yeah. Yep. You've been talking about the DK sweater quantities mm -hmm. for several episodes now. I and have. I really hope that you cast one of those. On and I soon. keep, you know, something else keeps taking its place and I can do that instead. And so that we'll see. Everybody knows how it goes. <laughs> new and shiny, new and shiny. Yes. But yes. I was also thinking that all this talk about Elizabeth, she's been our designer crush for the last <laughs> at least year or two, hasn't she? Maybe, yeah. I think she really has. Yeah. We love you, Elizabeth. That's what <laughs> to say. So the knit along, as Gail mentioned, will go from December 25th. People can cast on Christmas Day or if you have any time off during the Christmas slash New Year's week. Maybe you can cast on then. If not, perhaps January 1. I probably will not be casting on mine until January 1 or later. We'll see. And it goes through the spring equinox, which next year will be March 20th, 2018. Oh, you did already look it up. I did well look done. that up. Well done. And the thing that I liked about moving the date back to December 25th is that it's almost the winter solstice time. It's very close to the winter solstice. Excellent. So I kind of like that symmetry with the colors of fall knit along, which goes from a, it goes from a solstice to, to an equinox. So, yeah, yeah, summer I, to autumn. So I like that symmetry. When is the winter equinox? Did you happen to write that down? I did not, but I'll go with December 21st. Huh. It almost makes me want to move it to December 21st, just because that seems to be a thing with us. <laughs> it does. It does. Okay, we're going to have to consider that. Stay, <laughs> stay tuned. Keep, keep looking in the chatter thread. We may change that, just because <laughs> I really like things being based on natural rhythms and it's flows. something that everybody can see and everybody is affected by exactly and it has nothing to do with anything else other than mother nature so right. we may have to consider that we may be moving <laughs> this to december 21st and then probably people won't be casting on quite that early anyways but that gives you more time for swatching and such anyway so and you can swatch anytime yes exactly and speaking of pantone i just wanted to mention that I have not seen as of today that Pantone has released the color of the year for 2018, but I'm anxiously awaiting. I've seen a palette for spring 
2018. And I can't remember if the palette I saw was a fashion palette or not. It may have been like a paint palette, the paint colors are of 2018, something like that. Or they don't call them paint colors. They call them designer. Home interior. Yes, yes exactly. Something, something like, that, like yeah. that. But I have not seen an official Pantone color of 2018 yet. So I'm anxiously awaiting that. They better get on it because Stitches in, is in February and oh, it'll be released this month. Oh, it has oh, okay. to be. It'll has to be released before the beginning of the year, I believe. Is Excellent. when they usually do it. I believe it usually comes out in December. Okay. So then we may be planning our. Well, who knows? You could still knit a self-indulgent project that coincides with the color of the year, depending on. Depends what you have in stash yeah. and what you, you know. Depends on the color. It'll yeah. be interesting. I have no guesses. So, Two things, two last things I did want to mention. Craftsy is having a sale. It looks like I'm getting emails daily from them with different specials, different classes on sale. I just want to put in a pitch that if you are going to be purchasing something from Craftsy anyway, please use the Yarniax link to get to the Craftsy site. It doesn't cost you anything extra and it does send a couple of pennies our way for the podcast. We would appreciate that very much. And that's all you need to do is go to yarniax.com and there's a link right on the right hand side. And same with Amazon too, if you're doing any shopping on Amazon yeah, for the holidays. True. That's true. And then in February 2018, Stitches West is happening in Santa Clara, California. Gail and I will be in attendance for the four days that the market is open. We will be having a very informal get together in the hotel bar on Saturday afternoon after lunch, along with the two knitlet chicks, Barb and Tracy. Please come join us if you can. Very informal. There's a bar, there's a coffee bar there. You can bring your lunch. You can bring your purchases and we all sit around and knit for a couple of hours, show off what we bought, what we're making, and then some of us will hit the market again <laughs> or not. Yep. It's, it's a good break from the yes. market. And if you cannot make it to the get together at the bar, if you happen to see us roaming around, please do say hi. We will often be in the Western Sky Knits booth with Kim and Heather, and we will be working in the Dragonfly Fibers booth at some time. We'll let you know when that's going to be when we have that all finalized. I'm looking forward to that because I can't wait to see and touch all the selfie yes. sports. <laughs> I was on the Dragonfly Fibers website the other day stocking the Selkie Sport yarn thinking, oh, I wonder which one, which sweater quantity I'm going to get. She has some beautiful new colors yeah. that just were dropped dead gorgeous. So can't wait to see all the pretty new yarns. So we know this is a busy time of year. Thank you all for giving us a listen during this time when I know you have lots of other things that are taking up your time and your attention. We're going to cut it a little bit short today just because I know, every, like I said, everybody's busy. Including us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening. As always, we hope you have a fabulous season and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yes, we will. Bye. Thank you and happy knitting. Happy knitting. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. 
We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.